Hello, and welcome to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kelly. And today we have a very special episode because we are discussing the transition between the 102nd General Assembly and the 103rd General Assembly. Yeah, they come right after each other. In Springfield and the impact on realtors, the real estate industry, and the rights of private property owners. And here to explain the situation to us is Betsy Mitchell, Illinois Realtor Senior Advisor for Governmental Affairs. Welcome back, Betsy. Oh, thanks for having me. I love having you on the podcast. I like to be here sometimes, (laughs) all the time. I always love it when people are way smarter than us come to the podcast and educate us. Um, uh, Why don't you kick us off our discussion by explaining the um, final days of the 102nd General Assembly and why some people refer to those final days as, quote unquote, the lame duck session. Well, we have a lot of ducks over there. Yeah, there's all ducks that invade the Capitol. (laughs) So, no, basically, um, it's the post-election legislative session. It comes, yes, uh, at the end of a two-year, a general assembly goes for two years. Mm. And so it comes at the end of the second year. And this is when um, you have a lot of legislators um, maybe who chose not to run again Mm. or who lost in in the last November election, and they're there to vote for their final time. And so sometimes then they're not always needing to think about things back home or they, you know, they can vote maybe a different way than they might have before. And so you never know what's going to happen during lame duck. A lame duck uh, session, like I said, it takes place after the fall veto session here in Illinois. That's Mm -hmm. how we do it. And just before the new General Assembly starts, which will be next um, next Wednesday uh, the, on the, um, the 11th. Uh, the 11th, yeah. The 11th, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah, and th- you're right. I love the uh, – there's so many interesting political dynamics that happen in a lame duck session. You're right there because are. there's a lot of people going out that are still on the line to vote. Um, and you're right. Sometimes things can switch. Priorities can switch. And there's a lot of things that kind of – can try to get kind of, I don't want to say shoved, but that kind of is kind of the thing is just like maybe your last chance to get some stuff passed, right? Right. It is because uh, at the end of this session that is supposed to take place sometime here on uh, January 10th or 11th, uh, as the gavel comes down, the speaker will say, sine die. And Mm. that means... um, Everything prior to this uh, then is all gone. Mm-hmm. You know, all those bills that we've all been considering the last two years, we'll be done with those, and we'll get all new uh, bills when the new legislature starts. But um, yeah, it's it's a kind of a scary time because it's the farthest point. Mm to the next election that they can vote so you know and we all tend to forget things so (laughs) if they you know are passing something during this time chances are that within the next two years we'll maybe forget the pain of some of it (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely there so so when is the 103rd general assembly sworn in again it's uh, the 11th right on the 11th right on the 11th that is a hard in fact uh case that they have to do so they they will be doing that for sure yeah so um there is obviously kelly actually why don't you take this next one because i'm i feel like i'm talking a lot here oh, i liked it you keep going <laughs> why don't you ask her about what happens next after that one so then what happens next once they're sworn in so immediately uh the bills start coming and uh we do it you know the, they introduce legislation and it comes fast and furious over the next few weeks because they do have a deadline of when bills can be uh, introduced for the most part and um so we will be you know reading every bill furiously that we're <laughs> expecting around six thousand bills oh, wow goodness. <laughs> and then uh we'll add on next year then uh, we get up to around 10 or eleven thousand bills 
Wow. Gosh, there's a page limit, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, anywhere from zero to 5,000. Yeah, 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 for real. <laughs> People, they read a lot. Well, we do. We do read, um, you know, governmental affairs staff, we read every single bill. Yeah, they really do, yes. everyone. They yes, really, do. really do. We really do. Um, all right, well, so that's obviously what's going to happen once we get to the next assembly, but Let's get back to the lame duck session here. Um, what are some of the pending issues that are still outstanding there that we've got our eyes on? Well, two bills that the realtors, uh, out of uh, a handful of bills that uh, out there right now, and two bills that we've been involved in uh, for this session is, uh, one is House Bill 3878. Mm-hmm. It, uh, again, these bills have just kind of popped up. If they, <laughs> they haven't been out there for, for too awful long, but uh, we are supporting House Bill 3878. This will raise the um, recording real estate fees um, from uh, $9 to mm-hmm. $18. Oh, wow. So, yeah, doubling so it's it doubling it. This money then is to go into the um, uh, the homeless protection uh, uh, fund. Uh, they're creating a task force and uh, still, you know, there there's some opposition to it, but uh, the bill has just now, just a few hours ago, passed the uh, Senate, and it's headed over to the House for concurrence. Okay. And we did support this bill because it is part of a program that we're working with uh, on others to help, you know, certainly help the homeless, but also it's supposed to be part of a bigger project for the uh, shortage of housing that we're facing right now. Wonderful. So the, that was one bill. What was the other bill that we oh, are yes, um, uh, yes. looking at there? House Bill 5061. Right. Uh, it's been over in the Senate uh, working. Again, bill numbers at this point aren't that important. They're bills or vehicles. And so this was all put on this bill. And uh, this bill would enable the communities in the south southwest suburban area to form a commission to um, apparently they're having a severe shortage of water. Mm. Their aquifer, they do see that it's uh, got some you know issues of drying up there. So they've been looking at this for a long time. This was this issue was around a little bit last year, but this year they've kind of got it better together. They're going to partner with the city of Chicago and develop a pipeline for a water supply into Lake Michigan. Oh wow! And uh, the controversial. Part for us, of course, is that it involves eminent domain. Right. And right. typically we do oppose eminent domain unless there's, um, it's specific about the property. They're very, they have to be very specific about what property they're taking and a timeline mm. for when this is going to happen. And they have three years to accomplish this. Okay. So um, we will be watching that and making sure that they, they follow that to the letter of the law because, yeah, eminent domain. No one wants to see anyone no. put out of their home. Yeah, yeah. It's always a tricky situation, but it there is. are emergency circumstances that come up. And yes. they, sometimes it is necessary, um, if hard, uh, right. to, to get behind. It is, it is. And, you know, we um, and we, we still have many members who don't like any part of eminent domain. And, and it's been brought up uh, by our own, uh, you know, attorneys here in our office uh, Maybe it's been around for 10 years that we've allowed it to happen because based on a Supreme Court decision about 10 years ago, saying that if they make it specific in the law about it, rather than just coming in and taking broad swipes at land, if they make it very specific, then uh, we can live with it. But um, Matt Rensler here in our office has said maybe it's something we need to review and see if they are indeed always following that because right. as we know we get busy and maybe somebody's not watching that and someone did uh, 
lose their property uh, to eminent domain when they didn't want to or they were not fairly compensated. And um, so that's something that I think we might be looking at, you know, down the road, maybe partnering with a university or something to to research that and see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see about and, that. And thing. so that is a, a key part of that bill is, you know, making sure very fair compensation goes to anybody whose property might be exactly. taken. Yes. And what the commission that they, it would be called the Grand, Par- Grand Prairie Water Commission mm-hmm. is what, what they're looking at. So we'll be, you know, it was interesting as this bill was being debated because uh, they, you know, and I was in the committee uh, while this was being debated, they wanted to make sure where the realtors were. Right. And again, that's uh, all due to all the realtors who are close to their legislators. And thank you, thank you, thank you mm-hmm. for that. It's so, always the, yes. the they, they realize the voice we have and they oh, always want to hear it. They do. And then again, uh, when it was uh, debated on the full floor, that was made sure where the realtors were on this. Absolutely. So those are just two bills that you guys are watching or that could impact realtors. But um, what other concerns do you have overall? Well, the the whole state is, you know, some of the big issues for the the whole state. And we have not been uh, really involved in them, but just, you know, things you're going to be seeing in the newspapers and hearing on the radio and TV, banning assault weapons. Yeah, that's come up a few times. (laughs) Uh, That did pass the House last night, late, late, late last night. Uh, They tried also to have in there to increase the age from 18 to 21, and they did uh, keep it at 18. Okay. Um, But it has passed the House uh, only. It's going over to the Senate this this morning. They may be doing that right now as I'm taking a, a moment away from that. Um, one of the groups that they had join in with them, you know, they have the moms, uh, I forget their acronym, uh, or their, uh, what their whole title is, forgive me for that. But uh, so a lo- lot of moms were here yesterday, but they've also um, have now uh, physicians from uh, emergency departments across the state from hospitals. And a lot of faith leaders have really gotten involved. So um, big presence right now. Big, yeah. big presence on that bill. Climate change uh, mm. is another uh, topic working on. They are, um, this bill passed the Senate. I know it came out of the committee last night, uh, midnight, about 12, 15 a.m. this morning, uh, to um, pull back on the siding requirements for um, uh, local, for wind and solar farms. Oh, okay. Kind of taking the decision out of local Uh, and giving it to the state. Uh And so uh, they wanted to make it far more, again, far more stringent, but I think they're uh, it's not going to be quite as stringent as um, some of the environmentalists were looking at. Uh, Reproductive health continues to be an issue here in Illinois. And the governor is also seeking extra funds for uh, when he goes in and negotiates with companies, especially right now, we know he's been negotiating a lot with uh, electric vehicle manufacturing right, parts right, right. or this or that, and he's really focused a, a lot on that and just looking for some funds to help uh, incentivize uh, people to come here and, and make Illinois a part of that. And, um, you know, that will help certainly help the real estate industry as we work also then with the housing supply. Yeah. So that's that's something that we you know we're we are a little bit involved with, and then um, I thought we might see something on the gas tax because the gas tax because it was suspended last year it was year, suspended right? and then it went back in you know um, on to on January one, but I haven't really you know if they're going to do that they might do that at the last minute but I haven't seen anything on that so yeah. and I think in part that's now because gas prices are coming down and so yeah. and people aren't. 
Well, yeah, because there was a drumbeat to do that at the federal level um, last yes. year, too, yes, when, when things to, were getting out of control. That's where it really needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any other issues? Well, uh, yes, come July, or <laughs> July, I'm thinking way ahead. Uh, <laughs> it's July. That, that is how far we go, guys. On July 11th, let's see. Uh, I'll take January 11th. Uh, we And we got confirmation of this one. Uh, this is our number one issue, of course, is always rent control. Mm-hmm. And this morning on the Senate floor, when they were discussing the um, fee increase and how we are working with the housing uh, groups, on this, uh, and that's why we agreed to the, the fee increase. Uh, it was also asked, well, are you going to come back with rent control? And uh, the senator who was sponsoring this bill, uh, or the you know, main sponsor of the bill, she said, oh, yes, we'll be bringing rent control back. So All right. everyone, get geared up uh, out there, up, please. Everyone. Saddle yep. up, saddle up, because uh, that's obviously going to be a major bill, and yep. that is our number one bill that we, we hate. We also know they're already discussing the sealing of records uh, to uh, court records so that you will not know if a tenant is a habitual bad tenant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's going to be a, a key issue. We um, know from the sponsor that she wants to bring this bill back to um, mandate that there's a charging station for electric vehicles in every parking spot of apartment buildings, in every garage that you, if you have a three-car garage, a ten-car garage, whatever, you will definitely have to have a um, charging station at that. We don't like the mandate in that, right. and uh, you know we, we say let the market decide on that. So we'll be working on that. Um, uh, you know, again, of course, a number one issue as well as rent control, but addressing the severe housing shortage. Yeah, this has stuck around, hasn't it? It has, <laughs> and it's it's an issue. And what we've been trying to talk to, especially like the electric vehicle, people who are putting on another mandate, mm-hmm. this is why we, part of the reason we have a shortage of housing because of all the regulations. And, you know, and that just always gets passed on to the consumer yeah. at all times. So, um, you know, we'll be, we are working on different scenarios and different legislation as we speak again uh, on this. We're drafting legislation on that. I uh, was in a meeting on Wednesday and was with um, AT&T people and others in the communication, and they said cybersecurity is going to be a big, big really? issue next year. Um, there's some people out there that want to put all of our cyber or our uh, security information all like on one thing. <laughs> that, <laughs> that does, it seems counterintuitive. It does, <laughs> it, it does to me, uh, you know, so I, something I obviously will uh, be learning more about. Um, it does look like we're going to see more tra- tax credits coming our way. They don't, they're not going to be doing tax reductions, which we'd all like to see, but uh, some tax credits out there, which we haven't seen for a long time either on that. So I think we'll be seeing on that. And then just all kinds of uh, environmental legislation uh, to go along with what they've already passed through CJA and some some other things. So Betsy, obviously just a, an immense amount of information right there. And of course, our government affairs team is always on top of it. Um, and I know that if uh, people want to know more about this, we do also have a new state capital report coming out pretty soon, right? Yes, we do. And this comes out every Friday uh, on a session day or session week. 
We will send this out Friday the 13th. Everyone can remember Friday the 13th. (laughs) We're going to obviously keep all of you listeners up to date. Uh, All you realtors, our government affairs team is the best in the state. Um, And you guys know it because they deliver every single time. Like this podcast episode. Betsy, thank you so much for coming in here, giving us a rundown of the lame duck session and what we're looking forward to next year. So thank you for being with us. Thanks, guys. And of course, thank you listeners for joining us on this latest episode of the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast. As always, please give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week.